Hello, friend. On today's creativity chat, I have the lovely Celeste M. Scott, and we are going to talk about creating outside of work. Yeah, we are. Tell me, when did you start writing? I was going to say when I was born, but that would be impossible. You're a child prodigy. I mean, I truly feel like I am. Like, I feel like I don't remember a time when I wasn't writing. Like, as a kid, I would just get, like, that printer paper from, like, the copier or Mm -hmm. whatever, fold a bunch of pages and, like, staple it, and then make a story. Like, make a little mini book. Um, And I would just write, like, these dumb stories, but I just remember, like, always doing that as a kid, and then um, when I got older, I wanted to like, well, you asked me when I started, I guess that's, <laughs> that's when I started was when I was like young, like elementary school, I guess. Did that just naturally happen or did you have someone in your family or a friend that enjoyed writing? I think like it came from me reading a lot. Um, like my mom would take us to the library over the summer and we would have to pick out like a certain number of books and so like I just got into reading a lot and then I was like oh wait I want to like write books like this so it started kind of like that okay so would you write and then try to go in and make illustrations with it yes I would try to draw but I was so bad at drawing and I remember like (laughs) comparing myself to this girl Gabby we're like still friends, but like I remember comparing myself <laughs> to Gabby because she was so good at drawing. And so I would try to like draw horses like for my stories and they would just be so ugly. So eventually, like when I think when I got to high school and I was like still writing stories, I just like stopped trying to draw because I was like, you're, you're better yeah. at writing. <laughs> you have basically baby Celeste growing up and making little stories and then as you got into middle school I'm sure you had like creative writing classes and things like that okay actually in middle school is kind of when I got into YouTube which is like how we know each other yes that's how we met um (laughs) yeah so like I remember I like begged my parents to let me have a YouTube channel and yeah (laughs) and they like didn't want me to because they didn't want me to like be on the internet or whatever um but after a certain amount of like begging they like finally let me do it and I would make these skits and like I would write the script and then I would like act it out and be all of the characters I think I took these off of YouTube because they're so embarrassing probably um but yeah that's kind of how it evolved in middle school and then in high school is when I started to think like oh I want to go to film school which is a whole other like route of writing I literally majored in screenwriting in college and I'm not doing that at all like that's not to say that I wouldn't want to do that in the future but I think I've kind of like put the brakes on that for a little bit, but that's kind of how it evolved. It's like middle school, I got more into like recording what I was writing. And then in high school, I was like, oh, I want to like be a screenwriter. Well, I think it's cool that you can learn different facets of writing and not just be like kind of like pigeonholed in one little area. I think that's something that I'm still like coming to terms with because I think when I was in film school, a lot of the narrative in my particular program was that you have to stick to like one thing. Um, and I remember even, um, I had a really great screenwriting teacher who was very tough on me. And she says that she was tough on me because I was good. Um, and I really appreciate her. Um, but I even remember her saying, or like um, kind of feeling like I had to choose between um screenwriting and editorial writing because like in college I got into like writing for magazines and stuff um and so polychrome yeah. <laughs> um so I think um for those who don't know polychrome is a project that me and my friend uh and you know Micah too from 
YouTube as yeah. well. Um, we had worked on that. Um, but yeah, so like that was kind of my intro into like writing like blog posts or essays. And I think I felt like I couldn't do both. Um, so I feel like now I'm kind of just learning or realizing that you can do whatever you want, essentially. Um, and there are tons of people who do all kinds of writing, like people who do poetry and also like playwriting and also like whatever they want. So definitely. Polychrome was a magazine or is a magazine that you and Micah put together. I thought it was so cool. I like wrote a blog post about it on my old I blog. also want to say that it was definitely like the brunt of the work was Micah. Like I think she downplays <laughs> herself a lot. But she very much was like, this polychrome is her brainchild, and I mm. helped here and there. Um, but yeah, sorry, I, didn't, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but you were doing that while you were in college, yeah, right? totally. So do you think that helped in kind of shifting your brain towards more of the editorial side, or were you already kind of thinking about that? There was like this like dramatic story that I always tell where like I had gone, I think it was my sophomore year of college. I went to New York, um, me and my friend Ashley, who also went to my college, we went to New York and she had family there. So we were like, oh, let's go like to New York and like we can hang out and stuff. I had always wanted to move there. Um, so we went to go visit and her sister worked on the set of this TV show. And I remember like her sister being like, oh, you should come to like the set so I can... I feel like I'm rambling. I feel like I'm going off. No, you're, you're <laughs> okay. doing great. Okay. No. Um, but anyway, so her sister had invited me to come to the set of their show so I could, because she knew I was a screenwriting major and she thought it would be like good, um, good for me to like go and see like this sh like TV set. And I remember like I got to go on the actual set and like be behind the director and like talk to the person who wrote the episode. And I remember talking, oh, yeah, and cool. it was super cool, but like literally the whole time I was like, I hate this. Like, I literally oh. would not want to do this. Like, I don't want this to be my job. Um, and I think that, cause that could have just been like the particular TV show that I was on, right. but it was kind of like, as I was like there, I was like, I don't think I want this to be like my every day. And then I was like, it was just this like spiraling kind of moment because I was like, I'm a sophomore in college and this is literally what my parents are paying a lot of money for me to study. Um, but also that same day I had randomly on a whim, like not on a whim, but a couple weeks prior, my friend Leah, who's like now one of my really good friends at this time, we were like acquaintances. She, yeah. I'm pretty sure I follow her. On yeah. She's, she's hilarious um but yeah the, we're like really good friends now and at the time we were like just kind of acquaintances she also went to my college she had um a few weeks before this like moment where I realized I didn't want to be a screenwriter or whatever um had sent me a call for submissions that this magazine called Local Wolves was doing I don't know if you've heard of Local Wolves yeah I've heard of Local yeah Wolves. and so like Leah wrote for them and she was like hey okay. like they're um looking for new writers or the magazine like you should totally um apply and I had it just applied like I was like I don't even think they're going to pick me because I've never done this before I had only done a couple things for polychrome at that time um and then that same day when I went to the set and I like hated it I got an email saying that they picked me to be 
um, one of the feature writers for local wool. So I was like, that's so yeah, cool. it kind of felt like a sign like that, even if I wasn't sure about like screenwriting, like that there was still a way for me to like write and absolutely. Um, yeah. And that magazine actually ended up being a big launching point for me to like build my portfolio um, and stuff. Cause before then I didn't have any writing samples at all, really. So um, I forgot what your question was, but <laughs> that's kind of how I, I got you into, answered it. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I got into like editorial writing or essay writing, I guess. When you were writing for local wolves, did I, I don't know from the writer's perspective, do you come up with, what you want to write about or do they give you like a theme or a topic to write several yeah um local wolves was really cool like starting out because they would have like monthly themes but essentially you could pitch whatever you wanted um to okay. write it just as long as it kind of went within that theme so there was like guidance but it was essentially up to the writer to decide what you were going to talk about when you were in school obviously you guys had very specific things to write about and then you kind of got to like freelance yeah that and then also just pick and choose as you yeah it was definitely kind of crazy like doing that while I was in school because like my screenwriting classes were like rigorous like we would have to create like we'd have to write like 20 to 30 pages a week for our screenplays and then like once a month I had this like extracurricular thing that I had to do um so I I think it definitely like helped um develop me in like a lot of different ways as a writer but it was definitely difficult I don't know how I did it at the time you made it yeah, somehow <laughs> so then you graduated and I remember I remember we had like a such a brief conversation like after graduation because you were trying to figure out like all right do I want to go marketing route social media yeah. like writing what is what does that look like um how did you kind of process that and get to like what you're doing now yeah so I feel really blessed because I got a job like basically like two months after I graduated. Um, I was able to find, yeah, I I had done a, a few social media internships while I was in, I think a lot of times like social media and like editorial work goes hand in hand. Like, so a lot of the, in, absolutely, yeah. So like a lot of the internships I would see were like social slash editorial. And I was like, okay, I don't know how to do social, but I'm trying to become a writer. So I would like do both. Um, And that really helped me. I think honestly, that was the best because social is literally such a valuable skill. Like everyone needs a social media manager. So um, I ended up getting a job at an online publication called The Good Trade. And I was able, yeah, I was a social media coordinator, but I was also able to write like a couple of editorials every month. So that was really cool. and I definitely was able to like build out my portfolio in that way too. Um, and then this past, when was it? I guess I literally moved in December. I moved on December 1st to New York. Um, oh, okay. And I started working at Squarespace, um, working in there. Which I love. I love Squarespace. Yay, I'm so glad you do. <laughs> it's my platform of I choice. I do too. So. And I feel like literally I... I'm such a stan for Squarespace, like just in my personal life, like literally the reason I I feel like part of the reason I got my first job out of college was because of my website. And like, I just feel like, oh yeah, like it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like whenever I like talk about Squarespace, people are like, oh, you're just saying that because you work there. And I'm like, no, I genuinely love the brand. (laughs) 
I think it's great. Like, yeah. wait, that means you're so fresh. So you moved to New York in December, and then the Rona hit in well, March, early like pandemic, <laughs> which is a whole other thing. It's frustrating that this happened. I'm so I sorry. Mean, it's, it's okay. It's I'm I'm learning to adapt, and I took this workshop where they're like, there's four A's of like navigating a change and one of them is accept so i'm working on accepting (laughs) (laughs) the whole world is working on accepting were you copywriting when you were doing social like media coordinating or um yes but like also i mean with social it was kind of like everything like planning out the calendar strategy um managing all the channels doing like community management um and then separate from that like every month I would get to pitch like articles for the actual blog. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So okay. It's a little bit of both. So during that time, that's kind of where you were realizing, all right, how do I do this for work? But then also how do I go home and still like desire to make? Yeah. Like I mentioned before we started recording, I was trying to write a play. I think secretly I always have still wanted to be a screenwriter in some capacity but I was kind of like Mm -hmm. scarred in film school honestly just because like I don't know that my program necessarily like taught us I think they really taught us like the studio route and I really would have benefited from like showing us how to raise money to like fund your own film would have been like great for me but I never really learned that Mm -hmm. um so I think like me trying to write a play was being like I was still resistant to the idea of being a screenwriter but I was like I want to write something narrative. Um, yeah, so I was like trying to playwright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I was trying to write a play, but it just didn't work out. I would come home from work. Like I worked in Echo Park and lived in Long Beach, which have you? Wow, that's so yeah, far. It's, it's insane. I don't know how I did it. Um, so it was. Just, I would just come home and I would try to like make myself write, and I wouldn't be able to. Like, duh. Like, of course, I wasn't able to. Yeah. You're drained from driving. And like, also, I think, I think also like, I really like loved my job when I worked there because I was able to, um, because I was able to write and like, I had kind of a similar thing at the Good Trade where I was able to um, pitch, like, I I felt like I had a lot of freedom in that role. Um, But I think like Mm -hmm. when you're like giving so much of yourself, like in a work situation um it makes it a little bit more difficult to like have your own um to like save some of that creative space like for your own projects yeah and you were saying that you've befriended a lot of writers right now so was that that was kind of in the transition of like hey I'm still in California but I'm about to be in New York but I have all these friends who are writing and they are in New York well how do you think that No, sorry. Actually, I mean, I actually like a lot of the people in my life who are like writers and stuff that I talk to pretty regularly are people that I met in LA, but like keep in touch with and stuff. I think it's really cool when writers are in some sort of club or some some kind of situation because I think of like C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien and how they got to throw out their ideas and then get feedback and then make their stuff better. Do you find that you guys are doing that right now or is it just more like are you writing? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think like, I think for me, it's a lot of it is like getting advice from them. Um, I think mm-hmm. some of my friends, one of my friends in particular is like so good at pitching. Like she's so good at being like, 
Uh, like she just got an article published that she had pitched to a publication and it kind of got turned down like and this was in October like when I still lived okay. in LA and she continued to pitch like even if it like was getting turned down and it got published and I'm just like literally I don't I don't have that like willpower a lot of the times to like keep trying um so I try mm-hmm. to like seek out people like that who have maybe a different work ethic than I do or like because I think it's good to bounce ideas off of each other and also just like get a sense of like what works for other people because a lot of the times you're trying the same things over and over again so to get a different perspective kind of helps me and that's mostly just in terms of like my actual writing practice and like doing like the work if that makes sense what does what does it look like for you to write like do you have do you have music that you play? <laughs> I feel like it's different every time. And I feel like that's kind of my problem sometimes is I don't have like a specific like thing that I do. Like when I first came back um, to LA um, at the beginning of March, <clears throat> I would write like every day for 50 minutes. Like after work, I would write. And that was wow. really nice. But I think after a while, I would like, I get into this space where like I write something and then like I read it like, 10 times and I'm like this doesn't sound good anymore like after like reading it so many times I don't like it and then I get discouraged and then I like leave it for a long time so yeah now kind of what I do well now that I'm writing my newsletter kind of what I'll do is on Saturdays I'll try to like write it and then Sundays I'll try to like edit I've definitely not even stuck to this <laughs> like today I was writing it and I was like uh, I want to like watch Avatar right now <laughs> what a random craving yeah um so yeah I guess I don't really I guess the answer to your question is I don't really have a schedule like even when I try not yet yeah, yeah. like I, I need to figure that out um but you are still young you have you have time yes you're you're very right I think I get hard on myself and I always think I always think that I'm like 30 in my head and I'm like what's wrong with you you need to have like your life together but I'm literally 23 so it's okay sometimes I I mentally think I'm like 75 yeah. but very clearly not yeah, <laughs> but let's talk about not a writer's club because that's a newsletter that you just started yeah, yeah. that you just launched what is it and then how can someone that's listening be a part of it yeah so not a writer's club is a newsletter that I started literally three weeks ago but it kind of was inspired by those conversations that I was having with my friends who are writers and the way I would feel like so encouraged to actually write after I would just talk to them about writing I kind of wanted to take that a step further and invite other people into that like space I guess so it's a newsletter and essentially I'll kind of circle around a topic in the beginning of the newsletter Um, Like last week, I talked about fiction, why fiction is still important to me after writing nonfiction for so long, like in college. Um, And then at the end of the newsletter, I have a prompt for everyone else to write fiction. And then there's like a Google form where you can submit your response and you can check off whether or not you want it to be shared in the next newsletter. Um, And then I pick, it depends on the, like the length of the prompt, but usually I'll pick like one um, or a couple of people to include in the next newsletter. Um, so it's kind of just yeah. like a way to like share. And it's been really cool because I think sometimes like, even if people don't want to submit, like people will tag me in their stories, like I'm writing because of Celeste's newsletter. And it's like just cool to see that like people are actually writing and it makes me want 
it kind of forces me then to continue writing the next newsletter because I'm like, I don't know, to just see that it's already like inspiring people or like helping people to like kind of get out of their comfort zone. Like, I don't know, it just makes me like happy to see that. And it's it's cool when you have support, you know? Like sometimes it can feel super isolating if you don't have anyone else that's like encouraging what you are doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to see, like, even some of my coworkers followed it and I'm just like, literally like, it's just, I don't know. I think sometimes it, it, it's very vulnerable to like put something like into the world and be like, Hey, look at this thing that I made. But then for people to be so wholeheartedly like, yeah, like I'm so about this, like just makes you want to do it more. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I think, uh, I've realized like I have friends who will text me of, Hey, I just caught up on the podcast. And I'm like, wow, that's so yeah. nice. It's like nice to, I don't know. It makes it feel more important. And then also that's another thing about like the name, like it is a writer's club essentially, but I think the name, like not a writer's club is more so like anyone can do it. I think it's mostly just an way for people to not take themselves too seriously I think there's a lot of weight that comes with the title of like being a writer and so I think this is just like a way for people who maybe like wouldn't have explored writing before to maybe write like 500 words and it's just like a cool exercise that people can do for fun yeah I think that's really nice did you were you ever a part of any writers clubs in the past or? Um, not really. I think that was one thing that I really loved about film school. In all my screenwriting classes, uh, we would have like a day where we would just sit in a circle and read everyone's scripts and you get feedback. So I, I feel like that's yeah. kind of like a writer's club in a sense. Um, also, last summer I was in like a sketch comedy club for like a little bit. Um, so when we would submit our scripts, we would have a day where we would like read the scripts and then like or the sketches and then give notes to each other so I always love that format of just like sitting in a circle and someone being like I love this part of your script but this part not so much and like talking it out like I think that's the communal aspect of writing is kind of like what I was trying to get at and it's cool that the thing that you miss is the thing that you are hoping to continue yeah when the world is in a better place I would love to do in-person events or like extend like the newsletter into like other areas I mean, I'm sure there are so many like local event spaces or bookshops bookshops bookstores mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be so excited to have you do something yeah, like that I hope so I hope we can do that yeah. one day in the near future <laughs> well Celeste thank you for being on today's creativity chat I will link all of her social and uh whatever the link is I don't know what the link is for the not a writer's club but I'll link that below great thank you for having me this was fun yes all right thank you for listening today's creativity chat I hope you have a lovely rest of the day bye